What's up, Dirty Benches? I'm JD. And I'm Patty Popcorn. And we are the host of the Old Dirty Benches podcast. If you came here to listen to two women shoot the shit and talk about stuff we are not qualified to talk about, then you're at the right podcast. On ODB, we talk about white-collar crime, which costs the country upwards of 300 to $600 billion every year. Unacceptable. White-collar crime is typically orchestrated by those in occupational positions with the opportunity to commit these crimes. These crimes include insider trading, fraud, tax evasion, bribery, price fixing, and of course, corruption. We will discuss real cases, related articles, podcasts, and documentaries, movies related to the crime. Occasionally, we may sprinkle a movie review in. Our theme song is performed by Good Co. You can find them on YouTube, and don't forget to like, subscribe, or leave us a review anywhere you stream your podcasts. So gives us a listen. What's up, Patty? <laughs> Hello, stranger. I know. Oh it's my god, been forever. I don't know if anybody missed us. I know. I missed you. <laughs> I, I missed you care. too. <laughs> I missed you too. I was out of town, and then I caught COVID. Dang it! And yeah, been sick. I know you've been sick, but no COVID. Right, no COVID. But I mm-hmm. did have cold. I had cold vid. <laughs> <laughs> cold vid. <laughs> I took three tests and they were all negative, but uh, I did have the symptoms, so I don't know if it yeah. that out. And I'm still kind of snotty. I don't know if you can tell, listeners, I sound a little bit <laughs> nasally um, because it's still kind of normal. Yeah, more than normal. It's just hanging out. I know it's hanging on. I still can't smell everything all the way. Um, Horrible, the worst. Yes, and smell when I looked taste. at the COVID symptoms, I had every single one of them. Yeah. So were you achy? Yep, achy. I was tired. I had a really? nauseous when stomach. When I had it, I was just like super tired oh, and I dude. couldn't smell or taste. That was nope. it. We had fevers. So you got it hard. I had a little bit of the runs, probably TMI, oh. but yeah. Did you have enough toilet paper? Did you go and run and buy a bunch no, of No, we didn't. We had, we had some in the house. <laughs> Which um, I never did get that part of the whole freak out. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. That's what people always grab, like the essential toilet, toilet paper. paper is one of them. Had a bidet. Yeah. Saved. That's okay. true. Or you could just like spritz some water from a bottle. <laughs> so. Get some wipes, baby wipes. Yeah. Yeah. So literally, two of us in this house were very ill, separated. No, nope. no, Jello never got it. It was just me and the spouse, and so we basically existed in two different universes, That's opposite when you're, like, sides of the house. Up. Yep. And thank God for Jello though, because he would like we needed something he would help out or do whatever so you're kind of like a kidnap victim oh yeah yeah i'm not texting him he was helping us out so uh kudos for him but yeah not fun uh we didn't get disappeared in case you were wondering <laughs> no one's caught us yet nope we're still on the lam all right mm-hmm. like some of our Past episodes. (laughs) (laughs) So, do you have any updates or anything? Or well, I think there might be somewhat of a scam going on. Mm. Like for you you personally? Well, not me, but um, a 
person that we know. Okay. Got involved with, um, I don't really know the whole story, but it has to do with like investing in TikTok marketplace. What? And when I heard it, I was like, this is a scam. Like it's very pig butchery sounding. Okay. You know, like. Uh Uh-huh. He claimed he didn't have to put any money in, which I think is a lie, mm. because you're not going to get any money if you don't invest. Yeah. You know, I mm-hmm. mean, just in generally speaking. Mm-hmm. But supposedly, so this past whenever, he was supposed to uh, get $30 million. Oh, my God. Seems legit. And I was like, yeah, totally. it's not going to happen. <laughs> And uh, and then I was like, this did night- you talk to him? Did you talk to him? And Chris was like, no. Oh my and God. then uh, he finally did reach out to the guy and said, you know, like, oh, because he's like planning to retire. Oh, no. And yeah. And then he was like, oh, you know, what happened or whatever. And all he said was, it's really bleak or something like oh, that. Oh, no. So... It sounds like a Nigerian prince scam. Something. Mm. Like, invest in this TikTok marketplace and then we'll give you, you know, 2,000% oh, or whatever. No. You know, it was just a total, like, oh, he's being scammed. And and Chris even said, like, hey. This doesn't sound good. Uh, you know, my wife does this podcast and this is really ringing a lot of alarm bells for me. Yeah, and, no. you know, he kind of brushed him off. So. He's like, oh, no, like, this is legit. Yeah. Oh. So. You know, it's crazy crazy too this morning i was on my way i was commuting to work and i heard this commercial and i got alarm bells from it but it's like they're saying there's some sort of investment group and they were like if you invest there was like some terms that they had up front but they were like we guantee seven percent return rate and i was like there's yeah, no fucking right there, such thing right? i was like don't do it people yeah this is I'll a be on our podcast in a i know man yeah, so i mean it's sad that and i told my spouse like this will never go away because there's always people yeah. willing to go for easy Take money advantage of people and that too but i mean there's always people that are like oh, oh yeah this is so, such a great deal too how good can to be i true. pass up right i've got to put some money in there and be and part of this i hope he didn't put that much in but i fear that he probably oh did. no Ugh. so beware people buyer beware yeah. coffee adaptor isn't that fire beware? <laughs> <laughs> or am i messing up my latin? i don't even know my latin oh my gosh yeah a part of the symptoms i had was like that fog brain that you get <laughs> yeah, i get that anyway i so. literally was like i would try to think <laughs> And I could not get from point A to point B. There was like a brick wall there where I was like, I know it's on the other side. But, <laughs> but I, I can't access I it. I can't access it. I'm Ugh. stuck here. And like, I would just have to be like, Imagine forget it. it. Dude, I know. Because I was like, started thinking about that. And I was like, I cannot imagine if, if I had it like long term, like some people yeah. have it. Like, no way. Yeah, no. Ugh. Immediately, no. Yes. No, on that. I'm glad you're on the mend. Thanks. And we're back on the wavelength. I know. I feel better. We're back together again. We got the band back together. And we're ready to talk about some scumbags. Yes. So this episode, we are going to talk about white collar crime. Um, And this one was selected because um, Skater Cruz, our diehard fan, she had actually... Yeah, she messaged us on um, Instagram. About this case? Well, she was like, she wanted us to cover this preacher specifically, but 
he's a slippery one. So even though he's been implicated in some fraud, he always seems to like wiggle out. Uh, and I should that. I should talk about him in past tense because he's no longer with us. But I wonder if he wiggled out to the great beyond. I don't know. Not rest in poutine. <laughs> but, no poutine um, for you, buddy. Yeah. So I just decided to kind of talk a little bit about some of his issues and then some of the other preachers, the pay to pray preachers that are out there that pretend like they're virtuous, but they're really just about money, you know? So Jim Baker. Yeah, which we've covered on a past episode. Yes. Before we do that, though, I did want to do a little house crafting. You can play the song. I guess that the world has moved on. And all certainties are now gone. Some for the best and some for the worst. There's a new kind of wisdom being disposed. Yeah. Do you like it? <laughs> I like that one. It makes me laugh. <laughs> so we're, I'm like, we're I don't sticking really get with the it house now. Crafting part of it, but I okay. I don't a know. Musical interlude. Yep, just a little jingle that I thought was funny. <laughs> so <laughs> it was crafty. So Anna Delvey. One of our faves. She has a podcast. I don't know if you knew this. I did not. Okay. So it's called The Anna Delvey Show. Because, okay. Yep. I mean, everybody knows her right. now, right? She's she's like world famous. I don't have time for you, is what it should have been called. <laughs> so she's actually completed the time for her crimes, but ICE has her detained on house arrest. So she's still in the state, but on house arrest. Yeah. So some in her circle don't think she's being treated fairly because she's a woman. So they're kind of citing like. Could be. Yep. Could be. I don't know. That does seem stupid. Like either. Why don't you deport her then? Yeah. I'm not sure like what the whole thing is with her situation. But yeah. Just stay home and do a podcast. Well, that's how she's able to like make some money, I guess, because she gets like the sponsors and stuff. And who are these sponsors? If it's Wiener Schnitzel, I'm done. (laughs) I don't think Wiener Schnitzel is sponsoring. Yeah, I would be highly upset, Wiener Schnitzel. (laughs) That would be it. Hello? I would have to cut it down to once a month. (laughs) Instead of once a week. (laughs) (laughs) Instead of whenever oh my I gosh. feel like it. I know, exactly. No, I don't remember if they listed any of that stuff, but I do want to say that she has gotten some proceeds from like selling her story and right. paying the victims back and stuff. So uh, yeah, this is basically how she's keeping herself busy. Sometimes she has some of her high profile friends, like her famous friends and stuff on the podcast, I guess. I haven't listened to it, but um, it might be I worth it. I didn't even know. Yeah, I I didn't know until recently either. So I don't know if you saw this, but Alex Murdoch. I saw he was back in court. Yes, he did. So recently, which he did something on Thursday, he hasn't done in two years since his life of privilege and power started to unravel. He pled guilty to a crime. Okay. I know, Was right? Was it like a plea deal, probably? Well, uh, he admitted in federal court to 22 counts of financial fraud and money laundering. So Murdoch told the judge he wanted to be held accountable for stealing from his clients and do right by his surviving son. I want to take responsibility. I want my son to see me take responsibility. I think we all know, including his son, what he really is, okay? I don't know. I'm sorry. 
Well, he finished off by saying, it's my hope that by taking responsibility that the people I've hurt can begin to heal. The ones that are alive? Um, I guess. <laughs> well, did you see his son's special that he did? I didn't watch it. Uh-uh. But his son is still claiming his innocence, his dad's innocence. He says he doesn't believe that he murdered his mother and brother. So, okay. and then well, of course, maybe the dog did it. I, <laughs> <laughs> the hunting dog. The hunting dog Rusty, was a witness. Was I don't even remember something now. Like that. Old Blue or something. I have no idea. <laughs> Tuck. <laughs> Tuck. Something family. No, I, I don't know. I think at this point, just stop talking about it and let's move on. Yeah, I know. He'll be sentenced at a later date, federal prosecution. Uh, I mean, it doesn't matter. He's already. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so, there. Okay. But here's a heaping helping of more time for you. Well, Alex here's Murdoch. the thing, though, that they're saying, right, <laughs> is um, there could be a possibility because they're appealing his conviction and they're saying that there's some civil rights violations. So some analysts were like, look, if this gets overturned, the amount and of time. He could get out. Then, yeah, they he could be released, but because he pled guilty to this case, and if he they're asking for this hefty sentence, which it would because of the counts that he has, he would he would basically just be there for the rest of his life. So I think we all know he did it, okay? Even he knows <laughs> it. And he's like, I'm just going to try to save a little bit of my rep. I don't know. Maybe. I have I an idea. Yeah. Okay. Well, keep on keeping on, Alex Murdoch. All right. We're done talking about. <laughs> We're done now. Here's some those more people. Scumbags. Yeah, here's here's These are some religious scumbags. Yeah, might even be worse. Ooh. Yeah, uh, some of them are pretty bad. I'm not even going to lie. When I started looking at some of these, I was like, holy hell. But I mean, I don't. Uh, and also, we didn't mention that the rapture was supposed to be on the 23rd. Oh, it was? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't noticed anyone missing. I don't know about me. Well, my smell is missing. Counted for, so, so I guess uh, God said, ah, oh, psych. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> I think God was like, we don't want you to smell anymore. Uh, you don't need that Take sense. it away. Yeah, exactly. My chocolate chip cookies. Yeah. I, you know what I really got worried about? I was like, how is this going to affect, affect my tasting of wiener snitzel? Yeah. I got it, really scared. You wouldn't be able to taste it. it no, nope. I know it would be the worst. So Lord. Uh, please, Lord. I know. Lord, <laughs> Jesus, please, whatever I've please, done God. to upset you. <laughs> Please. I repent. God. I repent. <laughs> I will say ten Hail Marys, five <laughs> Our Fathers. Please, just bring it back. Oh, Lord. Okay, who is so it? So we're going to talk about several people. Okay. Originally, I had started Let's trying to... Let's call this one the non-holy rollers. <laughs> or the unholy rollers. <laughs> you know what I was thinking was disaster pastors. Uh-huh. That's kind of what I had come up with. But I also like yours. That's not bad either, so... <laughs> So I had started trying to get notes on Pat Robertson, who died at the age of 93. No poutine for him. I was going to say rest in poutine as a joke. (laughs) Nope. We're withholding the poutine on that one. Rest in poutine, Pat Pat. Okay. (laughs) Patty Pat. Patty Pat Robertson. Pat, he was famous for a lot of things. Sure was. He was a very powerful and conservative, religious, great preacher. Okay. I don't know about great. Now, so his religious, what they would call. Righteous gemstones. Oh my God. Yeah, basically. His religious dogma was like layered. Money, money, money. (laughs) He was a fan of ABBA. 
<laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so much bigotry. And he preached that constantly to millions of his viewers. And then on his long running show, part of the 700 Club, I don't know, it's still on. Do you ever catch it no, whenever but it comes I do. on? Sometimes it comes on like after something yeah, else. It does. And I always laugh because I put like a disclaimer about like the show's horrible, but we still have to play it. <laughs> it doesn't like, represent what? any of our views. Yeah. And we're like, like, why is wow. it on here? Okay. Uh huh. I know. He turned it into a media empire, which is called the Christian Broadcasting Network or C. CBN. It's a powerful political machine as well. And he did so, he created this empire by going after every enemy of the church from feminist, queer people to Palestinians, Haitian earthquake victims, a a direct quote, excuse me, from Fox. And I liked it. It was good. So wink, wink to the author. But uh, CBN was created in 1961 and thrived in political propaganda masquerading as religious storylines. So his adherence to his bullshit that he would preach all the time, right? His evangelical view that God has a preordained structured timeline for the end of the world led him to drop awful like statements, including blaming hurricanes on gay people and tornadoes on a lack of prayer, because that's why we're getting tornadoes, has nothing to do with anything else. He has stated that 9-11 was because of the liberal movement. He frequently described himself as a prophet. He claimed that he prayed so much he kept a hurricane away from his house. Seems legit. Yeah, totally. During the 80s, CBN reportedly earned over $40 million a year. Yeah. Woo, that's crazy. During the Reagan era, the White House invited Robertson to receive briefings from Oliver North, then serving as Deputy Director of Political Military Affairs for the National Security Council. And Reagan gave interviews directly to the 700 Club and other religious shows. I'm rolling my eyes so hard, I can't even... Dude, he was getting like security briefings. This is like so. That's when we started going off the rails Uh, back then. I don't know. I'm I'm surprised. uh... I was blissfully living my young (laughs) life. I know. Not politics, schmolitics. Who cares? Mm -hmm. Boring. Yep. You're like, when's summer break? Where's the cocaine? (laughs) The 80s. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. Just kidding. holy crap. <laughs> so in nineteen eighty eight, on the Same. back of all that goodwill, <laughs> Pat ran for president. Did you know that? No. Yes. I didn't know anything about anything. Oh, dude. I yeah. Dumb. I definitely wasn't paying attention. What was I doing in eighty eight? <laughs> I don't know. I was five years old. I was eating bubblegum. Yeah, you were drinking pixie sticks. Your blissfully ignorant life. Yeah, I had no idea. I didn't know any of this stuff. Despite an early strong showing, Pat withdrew and endorsed George H.W. Bush instead. So George Pat... Bush one. Yeah, Bush one. <laughs> Not Bush two. <laughs> Bush one and Bush two. Yeah. Uh, so Pat also managed a nonprofit organization called Operation Blessing International. The money was supposed to be used for refugees in Africa. But really, it was a shell company. Mm. So after the genocide, Pat encouraged reviewers of CBN to donate money to the organization. The money would be used to help refugees who had traveled to Zahar, now the Democratic Republic of Congo. But pilots who worked for the organization had claimed that instead of transporting aid, cargo planes were often used to haul equipment for Pat for Pat's back 
diamond mining that was going on. Yeah, that was going on hundreds of miles away. So Virginia's Office of Consumer Affairs did investigate the claims against Robertson following an initial report and found that he willfully induced contributions from the public through the use of misleading statements and other implications. The state attorney's office declined to prosecute. Later, the Guardian made an apology and stated that they had done some good. Not sure if that's true. There was a documentary that came out on this and it's called Mission Congo. I tried to see if there was somewhere I could watch it, but it's not available anywhere. He called on God to intervene and ensure Trump stayed in office. When the horrible Las Vegas shootings happened, he blamed it on people who didn't, <laughs> didn't respect Trump and the flag or our great institutions. Oh, for God's sake. Oh, yeah. He's he's pretty horrible. He also said you should divorce your spouse if they get Alzheimer's. He said after the Orlando shooting at the club that advocates have aligned themselves with radical Islamists and are reaping what they sow. He basically said that they should just kill themselves. This is a horrible person, dude. Right? I know. We're better off now that he's gone. Mm-hmm. Even the dogs agree. Um, yeah, I know they're barking in the background. So that kind of sums up his stuff. Like he He sucked and good riddance. Next. (laughs) (laughs) So Ernest Angley had passed away in twenty twenty one. I believe that's what I had found on the on the the Google. Uh, (laughs) And it was just Google's birthday. (laughs) Yeah, it was. Happy birthday, Google. (laughs) Google. Mm-hmm. Um, so Ernest moved from North Carolina to Akron in nineteen. 54 and soon became an international figure. He launched syndicated TV broadcasts in 1972. He also was outrageous with his faith healing claims, which drew sharp criticism from many. Total snake oil. Mm-hmm. Including officials in Germany who arrested him in 1984 on charges of fraud and practicing medicine without a license. Sweet. <laughs> so he bought a television station, um, WBNX, Channel 55, in 1985. And in 1994, he bought the Cathedral of Tomorrow on State Road from fellow televangelist Rex Humbird. I think I'm saying that right. And moved his main operation there. Angley was spawning a mega church that brought in so much money that by 2005, he was able to buy a 26 million Boeing 747, which he used for overseas mission trips. Sure he did. <laughs> Dude, 26 like million. Robertson. Oh my God. With his uh, Africa plane. Oh yeah, his oh. bullshit stuff. Mm-hmm. So... In 2006, he was condemned because he was claiming that he could cure AIDS. And a lot of people were upset when he was saying that, uh, reasonably so. So the church does not release attendance figures, but observers say attendance at the 5,000-seat cathedral has dwindled over the years significantly. Part of the drop in membership can likely be attributed to a six-part Beacon Journal investigative series in 2014 in which 21 former church members detailed accusations of wrongdoing by Angley. They claim the church is a dangerous cult and Angley, who preached vehemently against the sin of homosexuality, 
they have said that he had affairs with men. Of course. Which, of course... That happens all the time. Yeah, of course, it's not a big deal. Like, because he preaches that it's a sin, of course, people are calling attention to it. That always happens, Mm-hmm. Angley agreed to an interview before a series, and during a 90-minute meeting in his office, he denied all of the accusations, claiming everyone was lying. Of course. Yep. Four years later... As one does. Of course, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you're raking in millions of dollars, why would you want to push away all your followers, right? Four years later, one of the people mentioned in the series, um, Pastor Brock Miller, he filed a lawsuit against Angley and the church, claiming that Angley had sexually abused him off and on for nine years. Miller said he finally quit his job in 2014 because he could no longer handle the abuse. And in early 2019, a former church member gave the Beacon Journal a 1996 tape recording of a phone conversation in which Angley admitted to having sexual relations with a male employee. The person on the other end of the call, the Reverend Bill Davis, a former longtime Angley associate, confirmed the tape was genuine. Yeah. And then was like, oops, JK. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't think he ever admitted it. I think he continued to deny it despite all of that. I mean, you know, like I said, I think it's disgusting that he was constantly attacking that, that community, but whatever, shut up. Okay. <laughs> So, shut up. Mm-hmm. Kenneth Copeland. Let's talk about Kenneth. Do you remember Kenneth? I don't think so. Kenneth. Okay. Kenneth is the guy who he has a YouTube channel, his ministries. And he was the one during COVID where everybody was making those meme videos where he was like, he could blow COVID away. Do you remember those videos that came? Oh my God. It was so funny. I, at first, when I seen him, I was like, who is this goofy person? I figured out that he was this preacher. So he's worth $760 million. People, what are you doing? I don't... Stop paying stop. these people. Exactly. Stop it. What the heck? Mm-hmm. So he has his own airstrip near Kenneth Copeland Ministries in Fort Worth. I think he has three planes. Florida figures. <laughs> so he has like three planes or jets. One of the planes belonged to Tyler Perry. Copeland, yeah. Medea's plane? Tyler wow. Perry, I guess, sold a plane to him or whatever. I was reading about this. So Copeland made a statement in 2015 where he compared flying in commercial class to getting in a long tube with a bunch of demons. <laughs> Oh God, I, I believe I'm on his side. <laughs> I knew it when I when I found this statement. I was like, I'm too good for regular flying. Patty's gonna be like, <laughs> I, I see your point on that. Commercial one. class, and bunch of demons. That's back right. There. <laughs> Get back there. Oh my gosh, demons. So he made that statement to a fellow televangelist, Jesse Duplantes. <laughs> Okay. Yep, that's how I'm saying it. Remember that this is the guy who said we could just blow COVID away. Okay, this is that same guy. Well, someone else said you could put bleach in your body. They, so, well, they said I they mean, you could in- just like good ad- ideas going all over. They said that you could inject it, but then he also said I didn't say that. So I don't know. <laughs> I can't. Maybe he has brain fog, like you said. I don't know. It never went away. Could be. Maybe he I was. Wish he would go away. Patient zero. And he's always had it. I don't know. So, okay. So, Kenneth. came from China. (laughs) Anyway, Kenneth. Kenneth also said. I won't fly Coach Copeland. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) He won't fly Coach. He said if he had to fly commercial, he would have to stop 65% of what he's doing. He said, 
It's a biblical thing. It's a spiritual thing. What are you doing? I don't know. Now I'm off your team, buddy. What? Here's the problem. The Lord's work is expensive. Okay, it everyone. Sure is, I betcha. <laughs> I mean, who's going to pay for the house him and his I wife think that live was in? Like right in the Bible, right? Oh like, yeah, Jesus totally. Was all about having a big house mm-hmm. and flying yep. private. And he I'm said, sure "I need there. your money in order to help you pray." And then he said, "Poor people, ew. <laughs> Let them eat." Cake. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, his house is worth $6 million, oh, but the property is tax-free because it's owned by the ministry, the uh, church, right? All 24 acres. He also owns five boats. This guy has asked his viewers to send him money so that he can buy this shit, and they do it. And they do it. Yes. I, this is just going to make me mad. I, know, I hope I'm this sorry. is a short episode. Okay, so his buddy <laughs> Jesse also has a jet. It's a Falcon 7X. He said, and I quote, now, some people believe that preachers shouldn't have jets. I really believe. I say, fuck those people. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I really believe that preachers ought to have every available outlet to get this gospel preached to the world. Uh, and- that's <laughs> why. I thought he would say, because I will be closer to God. <laughs> I've got to touch the skies. <laughs> Oh my God. Oh, sweet. Copeland's wife is also a preacher and has stated that children. Why should he be the only one? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Look at Tammy Faye. Yep, she's in on it. She's um, like, I can do this just as good as you. Oh, yeah. 100%. So she stated that I children. I my own plane. Oh, she probably has her own plane. I'm sure of it. And her own boat. And then. Go her. There's probably like two separate houses and a bridge that. <laughs> connects them dude that was my genius idea (laughs) so she has actually said that children don't need flu shots because jesus already will protect them and you can blow the covid away (laughs) (laughs) yeah because jesus already bore our sickness (laughs) then they actually proceeded to post scripture to their website that they proclaim is meant to show proof of this i guess i don't know Oh, Lord. Yeah. So Creflo Dollar, he asked his congregation to donate $300 each of them so that he could purchase a $65 million private Gulfstream jet. Joel Olstein, yeah, he's worth $50 million. In the wake, let people in. Yeah, there was what was going on in the wake of Hurricane Harvey. Yep, wasn't it even like emptier? Yeah, so he has one of the largest churches in America with fifty thousand members and a six hundred thousand square foot stadium. Yep, they basically said um, that there was no way for no room at the end. There's, is that what they said? There was no pr- way for parishioners to get to it. And so when people needed a place to go stay because of the hurricane, like decimating everything, they had all these evacuees, right? They refused them and they locked gross. the doors. It was completely gross. empty. These people should be taxed mm-hmm. like as much as possible. Oh, yeah. Joel said that it was inaccessible because of severe flooding. But there is... Joel looks like a Keebler elf, okay? <laughs> I don't believe a word he said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. There's like media started posting photos of the church and it was like a clear path. Yeah. And it was like, oh no, nothing we, wrong. Nope, sorry, dude. So, like, I'm not gonna sit with you guys. <laughs> 
is gross. Him and his wife probably had like hot apple cider and s'mores Just and stuff like, by the fireplace. Living it up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Gross. So uh, John Gray, another preacher um, from South Carolina, mega church pastor, he purchased a 200,000 Lamborghini SUV for his wife on their eighth anniversary. I didn't even know that was a thing. Oh, yeah, dude. They're so bad, man. No, I mean, like, that Lamborghini made an SUV. Oh, I guess. Huh. Yeah. Right? I don't know. 200,000. Mm-hmm. Parishioners money paying for some good stuff out there. So Andy Savage is a pastor in Tennessee. He received a standing ovation in January of 2018 when he acknowledged that he had committed a sexual assault against a minor. The victim explained during the hashtag Me Too movement that Savage drove her to a deserted back road and sexually assaulted her. He then asked for forgiveness and pleaded with her not to tell anyone what had just happened. Savage won't be charged because the statute of limitations has run out. Apparently, the church knew of the 1998 incident when it hired Savage and that church leaders had total confidence in the redemptive process Andy went through under his leadership in Texas. He got a standing fucking ovation. Disgusting. Super gross. Okay. I don't get it. I Dude. don't get religion. I'm sorry. No. So let's talk a little bit about Jimmy Swagger, right? So I'd rather not, but which here we are. He's actually still on his little network. He still preaches. Um, sometimes I'll be like flipping through the guide and I'll see that he's on air. And I've actually flipped to it just to see what he's saying. <laughs> this guy's crazy. Um, so he's worth $150 million, okay, at the time that he stepped down from the church originally. Do you remember all those videos and stuff that came out, like the news when he was like sobbing? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because he was with a hooker or something. So he was caught committing adultery with sex workers. Sorry, sex workers. That's okay. (laughs) I feel bad for the sex workers. (laughs) Yeah. So what's interesting about this case... I have sinned, that guy. (laughs) Yeah, that's him. What's interesting about this case is that it seems to be that another local it preacher seems to be a lot of old white dudes that's what it seems to be to me <laughs> yeah so another local preacher actually outed him after the assemblies of god accused that preacher of adultery total righteous gemstones yes total totally 100 so what i was reading was this other preacher right um it's like well look at that guy yeah. he's just as bad <laughs> yeah he got caught And then they punished him and threw him out of this Assemblies of God. And so then he was ostracized and he lost like all of his followers and stuff. So then he felt like he needed violin right here. Yep. He felt like he needed to get revenge against old Jimmy. So he hired um, a private detective who started following Jimmy around and got like pictures. So he just like assumed that he was a scumbag? Well, there was was rumors. There was rumors about Jimmy, right? That he was out um, catting around. Yep. And so he hired this private investigator to figure out where he was going because Jimmy was driving to like the outskirts of town and going to some of these motels and meeting these women. And so the private detective, I think, had like contacted this ousted preacher and was like, hey, he's over here, you know, bumping an boots with whoever <laughs> you need to come right it's away boots, okay so whatever knocking boots i don't know getting whatever some nikki i'm sure it was gross um yeah so he calls uh, the that guy and he shows up there and actually punches 
Jimmy's tires. And so, so he's stuck at the hotel. So he's stuck there because he wanted to confront him. So Jimmy comes out of the room, sees that his tires are like oh, I bet he wasted. And so then he starts to change the tires, right? And then that's when the other preacher walks up to him and he was like, hey, Jimmy, what's up? What you doing? And confronts him. And he's basically like, you have to come clean because you guys ousted me. I do enjoy this story. I'm not going (laughs) to lie. So that's when Jimmy cried on TV, went on TV because he went to the rest of the group and was like, here's what's been happening. They'll forgive you. So he went on television, cried his eyeballs out, said, I'm I have sinned. I've been sleeping with these women and paying them cash. And then everybody was like, oh, thanks for coming forward. The devil made him do it. Mm hmm gross he was essentially the story started out good and then it went bad <laughs> so listen he was banned for preaching for three months oh for god's sake mm-hmm. and the bakers bought up his airtime during this period because they also had a feud between each other right they're like enemies they're all this money grabbers mm-hmm. yep and then of course swagger has been attacking the bakers for a long time after that and he was like the bakers actually helped that other preacher pay for some of this stuff stuff like after he got ousted yeah there's like all this backstabbing going on but i was just kind of laughing when i was reading the story wow, i was like very christian wow yes gross skater cruise come on <laughs> you have to give us a topic that makes me mad check out all that drama though man I know, crazy right awesome. so i just thought you know we'd just talk a little bit about that because about, there's don't some... give your money to these Fucks. I know. Okay, Stop plenty of paying them. to the food bank that actually needs your money. And I got news for you. Praying is free. I can do Not it right really. now. Our Father, <laughs> like who art in heaven, <laughs> hallowed be thy name. Look, I'm doing it for free. I don't have to pay anybody. Amen. You can just say, hey, Sky Daddy. <laughs> help. <laughs> help. Sky Daddy. I need help. I need my scent back. Please help. My smile, please. Amen. Please. There you go. Free. I know. That's gross. Gross. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. So that. Stories make me sad. Sums it up. (laughs) And I'm sure there'll be more scummy. Oh, yeah. I don't think you should be able to have a mega church or be a billionaire. I know I'm a crazy hippie liberal, but (laughs) I really don't. (laughs) Social justice warrior. That if you have a mega church, first of all, I think all churches should get taxed, especially if you're like donating to politicians. Yeah, I think it's gross that like you can live on 24 acres and have like this six like 600,000 square foot mansion. It's got like I think a golf course and stuff, and live there rent free, taxes, no taxes, free tax, nothing. You're just, Does that seem what right, you guys? Oh, mm-hmm. it's God's yeah. it's because, God's work. Like, even your grandparents who've paid their mortgage their whole lifetime, even though they pay off their mortgage, you still owe property tax every year and it isn't cheap. One hundred percent. Yeah, but so what? I don't maybe Come I on. should become a preacher. That's what I Yeah. Let's do <laughs> the church of ODB. <laughs> <laughs> tax free tax free tax free remember how stephen colbert did that he started oh my a church God, yeah i do so with awesome. uh rachel dratch being his wife wanda <laughs> <laughs> That's, and it's totally legal hmm. oh my god well 
I'll be your wife. <laughs> okay. And it'll we'll be, be like the Church of Free Thinkers. Yes. And all are welcome. That's right. No matter what. So there you have it. And it only costs one million dollars <laughs> to join because prayers aren't free. I just need three hundred dollars from each of you. <laughs> <laughs> because I That's got all. my eyeball on this jet. Because I don't want to fly coach. <laughs> I really don't. All them demons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna next time I'm on a plane. I'm gonna laugh. I don't need to sit in the middle Look and rub away, elbows. Demon. <laughs> Just head on back to your seat. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh-huh. That would be awesome. I love it. <laughs> well, do you have any PSAs or anything? Well, I'm gonna quickly tell the story because it's what happened to me on vacation that got cut off when we lost our upload. Oh, okay. And I do think that it's worth mentioning because it was so weird. Yes. But real fast. Go ahead. My husband and I went um to the East Coast for him to do a conference. And we checked in at like eight o'clock at night to a hotel, not the greatest area. And I'm not going to say where because I don't want anyone to get mad at me. But (laughs) suffice it to say that it was kind of sketch. Okay. And we went to bed and at one, was it one or two in the morning, our phone starts ringing in our room. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, what the what? And so I don't answer it because... First of all, I was sleeping, so I was kind of like out of it, you know, and you're like, wait, did that really happen? Yeah. And then you're and, like, nobody knows yeah, that we're I'm here like, except for weird. us. Yeah. And then a few minutes later, someone's knocking on our door. Oh my God, dude. And I like, my husband's sleeping, and I hit him and I go, hey, someone is here. And he's like, what? And I go, go to the door. I'm not going. So he stumbles to the door, like, huh. All out of it. And uh, it's someone from the front desk saying that there's a woman at the front desk saying she's staying in our room. That is so weird. And we're like, no. (laughs) Oh, my God. And so uh, I don't know if it was a scam of some sort. I know. And I think we like, okay, so did you have to use like your room card to get into the elevator? Yes, you did. See, that's so strange to me. I, but like what, on what planet, if you work at a front desk, would you be like, let me go up to the room at two in the morning? I'd be like, I'm sorry, you're SOL. There's no way I'm doing that. I know. And, you know, I know like when we If I call previously, and no one's answering, no, you're done. One of my questions was whether or not like the front desk person was part of this right? scam. So I don't know that answer. Like maybe they were thinking you guys were out and then was like, let's check. It's not safe to be out past 8 p.m. there. I don't know, dude. It was very weird. That is creepy. That got cut off and I thought, you know what? That's worthwhile because you see there's a lot of stuff going on TikTok about people like that are trying to break into your room and whatnot. Oh, yeah. You know the little latch thing? I always put that like over the little lock um, when I'm staying at a hotel or whatever because I'm like, if somebody tries to come in and I'm like sleeping or whatever, it's just the extra security. You know what I mean? And there's something you can get to like put in the door. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a thing, but weird. Crazy. I don't know if it was a scam. I don't know. I don't know what they were trying to do, but it was freaky. And then we were like, what the what? 
Yes. And I can't remember, I think, I don't know that I've told this story. I might have mentioned it when you mentioned your story. But when we went to New Orleans, like we had a do not disturb door hanger on the outside. Which I always keep that on yeah. the and whole time. <laughs> me and my husband were in the room and somebody knocked. And then... Um, Did you say? No, we didn't say I anything. Keep- <laughs> we didn't say anything. But then they opened the door. Like they unlocked it and opened the door and started walking in. And we were both looking at them. And they were like, oh, uh, sorry. And then they just... In a, they were in a staff like uniform... And they just turned around and walked back out. And what are they going to rob you? I think that's what it was. Totally. We totally believe that's like what they New were going to do. No, but if that's where you live, I, it was really weird. But yeah. I felt very unsafe there. I remember you saying there. that. But you also stayed on um, Bourbon Street, didn't yeah, you? Sure did. Yeah. We AKA stayed a little bit off. Row. Never again. <laughs> I was like, I'm too old for this shit, and it smells like puke. Oh, okay. yeah. Puke and pee down there. And you know, like, when you go into the lobby, if there's cops standing around just hanging out, that's probably not the place you want to yeah. be. Yeah. They're looking for somebody, yeah. They're just, like, there in case shit happens. Oh, what? yeah. They have to hang out down there a no. lot. Yes. No. Dude, crazy. No. Crazy stuff. But we did have a lovely cab driver there named Tootie, and I hope she's doing good. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Tootie. Uh, freaking COVID happened right after that. Oh, so. yeah. But she told Damn us, COVID. you guys are too tender for here. <laughs> and she was right. That's we funny. are. Yeah. Anyway, that's all. Okay. Well, thanks for sharing that. Sure. That's crazy. I do think it was some sort of setup, though. It was so weird, dude. And creepy. Yeah. If I so. was by myself, what? Oh, yeah. No. I no. Would, I'd have been like sleeping with one eye open there, afterwards. I would not have gone to the <laughs> oh, door. Oh, my God. No way. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Uh-uh. Nope. That so could have been like a... <laughs> my husband's like, the only woman in this in this that is in this room with me is sleeping next to me right now. And uh, my wife. There's no one. It, it was so weird. Dude. Chris, and he said, "Like, were they? Did they say my name?" And I think they said, "We didn't ask." Mm. What scam, dude? Total. That sounds like a Liam Neeson movie. <laughs> they were gonna traffic <laughs> us. <laughs> but then they're like, you "Oh my god." <laughs> well, you're not gonna fetch any money on the black market. Oh my god. Next. Maybe yeah. a kidney or something. They saw the middle-aged bellies and they were like, they were like oh, menopause. keep moving, yeah. keep moving. Next yeah. rooms. Funny. Oh, God, crazy. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway. All right, Dirty Benches, we're going to head out. Yeah, we'll catch yeah. you on the next episode. See ya. We missed you. <laughs> we did. Bye. Bye.